0: Welcome to this week's CELC Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues. Brought to you by the Down to Play app. (laughs) Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello, and welcome to the Barnet Sunday League portion of the CELC Podcast. Division 1, Gospel Oak 1, Northumberland Park Rangers 2, Kadaras Town 2, Peckinsport 1, London Wednesday 3, AC Finchley 0, and Highgate Albion Reserves 7, United House 2. Moving on into Division 2, AFC Oakwood Reserves 3, Anatolians 2, and Grange Park 2, Mill Hill Club, the football 6. Into Division 3, Underdogs 3, AFC Muswell Hill 0. Uh, into Division 4, Gower Phoenix nil, honest Rangers 2, and Maida Villa 0, FC Cricklewood 2, into Division 6, Enfield Albion 4, Coney Hatch Athletic 1. So a lot of the games were affected by COVID cancellations. But moving on into the Cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, Panda 1, Heavy Hitters 2, Zaza 5, Hornsey and Highgate 1. Real Menza 5, New Copper 3, Westbourne United 7, Shentry Athletic 3, Tribes and Sport UK 5, Continental 2, The Bandits 2, North London Colts 2, North London Colts advancing there on penalties in a shock, Um, into the Barnet Junior Cup, NLR 5, London Orient 0, Barnet Sousa 2, Whetstone Wanderers Old Boys 2, uh, Whetstone Wanderers advancing on penalties there. Brotherhood Cosy one. Highgate Albion thirds one. Highgate Albion thirds advancing on penalties there. And in the Barnet Sunday Football League Shield, Cotfost three. Fireside five. EC Galaxy three. North Athletico one. New Barnet four. Tafling six. So looking at the tables, seeing as this is the last show before the um, Winter break in the Premier Division. AFC Oakwood top, newly promoted. They were picked to the Div 1 title in the last game of the season by the Wrongens, but they've obviously strengthened and uh, they've looked really good this season. Seven wins and a loss. Their loss coming to Traps and Sport UK, who have knocked off some very good teams this year. There's no shame in losing to them. But they're top at the moment, 21 points to make games. Highgate Albion, always there and thereabouts, you know, won the Barnet Sunday League numerous times. They've won the Cups numerous times. They're on 17 points. they've still got to play Oakwood twice as well, remember. Takers in third on 16, nine games played. So they have played a game more than Highgate and Oakwood, and it's going to take a lot of effort and a lot of luck for takers to be picking up the title this season. In fourth place, the success story of this season, Trabs & UK, they've knocked off some very good teams. They've done well to get to the quarterfinals of the London Sunday Challenge Cup as well. So expect good things for them in the uh, 2022 and let's see if they can kick on. In fifth, a newly promoted Atletico Cerezo, newly formed, from Shentry players, well, the better Shentry players, but they've gone to a higher level, you know. Shentry were in Division 2 last season. They've moved to the Premier Division and they've acquitted themselves well. Nine game played, four wins, a draw, and four losses. So they've done pretty well in their first season. Then a park rolls in sixth, a point back. They have played a game less. Pretty much a park roll season. Straight down the middle, four wins, four losses. Pretty much an even goal difference. Well, they got minus two. but uh, Then come Gower all Stars Started off the season very good. They were unbeaten in their first five games. And then it just went downhill. And I don't think they've won since. They are actually in seventh place. Just below the drop zone. Ten games played. Three wins, three draws and four losses. Then are the wrong ones. They were newly promoted. The step up has not been kind to them. They didn't lose a game in the league last season. They've already lost six out of their first ten. They are on ten points. And then in bottom place, last place, Hornsey and Highgate. Without a win, without a draw in ten games, ten straight defeats for them. It's looking bleak. Moving on into the championship, this is pretty much new division that was created by the Barnet League this season for teams that were in Div 5, were in Div 6 and some other YouTube teams. So, looking at this division, top of the table were the Bandits. They were running away with it. They on 23 points in 10 games, 7 wins, 2 draws and a loss. Then at the team that handed them that first loss, Westbourne United, they're only 2 points back, 9 games played, 7 wins and 2 losses. In 3rd place, are heavy hitters. They're on 19 points, but they have played a couple more games in the teams above. As have Memecek Galata. they played one less game than heavy hitters. But they are further back. They're on 15 points. 5 wins and 5 losses. Then Azaza. 2 points back of Memechik on 13. 9 games played. 4 wins. A draw and 4 losses. Then at Alexandra Knights. They did start the season very well. But they have slumped. They are in 6th place on 13 points. Then come Real Menza. Who were looking like they were doomed, but they have improved recently, but they are still in the bottom two. They're on 12 points from 11 games, four wins, seven losses, and Panda propping up the table, one win from their 10 games, one draw, they're on four points. So moving on into Division 1, at the top of the table were London Wednesday, 11 games played, 10 wins and a loss. They've scored 53 goals already. Very impressive attacking team. They're looking good for promotion. As are maybe Highgate album Reserves, they have won seven and lost one. So if they win their games in hand, they'll go level on points with London Wednesday. Then come Kadara's Town. They've played a couple more games in Highgate Album Reserves. They're on 19.6 wins, a draw, and three losses. Then come Gospel Oak. They've played ten as well. Five wins, a draw and four losses. They're on 16. Peckins have played 10 games as well. They're on 12 points, four wins and six losses. Then come us, AFC Rose. We've only played seven games, three wins, drawn, three losses. We're on 10. Three points back are Enfield United. They've won a game less than us and drawn and lost the same. They're on seven points. Then AC Finchley, seven games played, two wins, five losses. They're on six. Then Northumberland Park Rangers, who picked up their first win of the season, one win, one draw, and eight losses. They're on four. And United House have pretty much got a similar record: one win, one draw, and seven losses. This time, they're also on four points. It's not looking good for the bottom two in Div One. Moving on to Div Two now. wetstone Wanderers Under Twenty Three is top of the table. Eight games played, seven wins and a draw. They're on twenty-two. Then a Mill Hill Club, the football, they played a game more, six wins, a draw and two losses. Then North London Athletic, seven games played, six wins and a draw. They're on 19. Then Anatolians, they played a few more games than the teams above them. They played 11 games, five wins, a draw and five losses. They're on 16. Then come Trent Park, eight games played, 14 points. Then AFC Edmonton, 10 games played. They're on 11 points. Then Oakwood Reserves. They're on 10 points. Three wins and a draw. Then a Grange Park, they've got six points from their 10 games. Then GTFA on five. And bottom of the table, a Locomotive Thunder on four. Moving on into Division Three now. Top of the table, a North London Wanderers. 28 points from their 12 games. Then come Whetstone Wanderers, Old Boys. They're on 16 points from their nine games in third place the Sopranos FC they have 15 points from their nine games in fourth place at the Continental they've only played seven games but they are on 13 points as are North London Colts but they've played a game less than Continental in sixth place at AFC Muswell Hill they have 10 points from their 10 games then a Shentry Athletic They obviously had a lot of players leaving and joining (laughs) Atletico Cerezo. And it's showing they're only on nine points from their eight games. In second bottom are underdogs. They picked up a win this week over a depleted AFC Muswell Hill. They're on eight points from 11 games. And propping up the table on seven points from 12 games are London Orient. Moving on to Division 4. Top of the table were Brotherhood. They're on 23 points in nine games. Unbeaten, seven wins and two draws. In second place, a Barnet Salsa. Two more games played than Brotherhood. Six wins, four draws and a loss. Then at FC Cricklewood, also on 22. Uh, different results. They've won seven, drawn one and lost three. Then a Highgate Albion, thirds. They played a couple of games less than Salsa and Cricklewood. They are on 18 points from 9 games, 6 wins and 3 losses. In fourth, in 5th place, Sorry, made a via. they're on 18 points from 11 games. Also on 18 are Camden SC, who have played a game more. Arnest Rangers are on 12 from 12. NLR are on 9 from 13. Gower Phoenix are 2nd bottom. They have 8 points from 12 games. And bottom of the table, Inter Mill Hill, they have 6 points from their 8 games so moving on now to the two new divisions first of all Div 5 top of the table are cockfosters they are on 26 points from 10 games then come ec galaxy they have 22 points from their 10 games in third place the northwest galactico's on 16 points from 7 games then following them is south tottenham united they have 11 from 8 tau Flick have 11 also but from 10 games Then come New Copper, they're on 9 points from 10 games, Fireside FC are joint, uh, second bottom sorry, they have 7 points from 10 games and bottom of the table, this has been a real turnaround in fortunes because Roman Reporters actually won the Division 4 title last year, they moved to Div 3, they got the fish shop treatment, they got battered every week And the fish shop continues because they're getting battered uh, this week (laughs) in this division as well. They are bottom of the table. They haven't won a game. To be honest, they've lost every game. They're on zero points from seven games. So moving on to what we call the best division in the Barnet Sunday League, Division Six, Enfield Albion top of the table. They've got 26 points from 11 games. Then a Muswell Hill Second, who have 25 points from 11 games. Armenian Youth Association, they have 19 points from 12 games. Highgate Albion Falls have 19 points, but from only 8 games. Chifchow and Berbers have 15 points from 9 games. Coney Hatch Athletic have 13 points from 9 games. North Athletico Seniors have 12 points from 11 games. Northwest Wolves have 11 points from 12 games. Then a New Barnet. In ninth place on 7 points. And Edmonton Rovers propping up the division. A young team. They've got 3 points from their 12 games. So that's it for 2021. Thanks for listening. Um, Have a very nice Christmas and a happy new year. And we will see you in the new year.
1: Hello and welcome to this Corinthian League Roundup for the month of December as we take a look at the football for the first half of the season as we enter the festive break. We start of course in the Senior Division which has been making the headlines recently with the exploits of some of our sides in the County Cup which we'll come on to a bit later. But in the league it's Hatch Lane at the top of the table with a three point advantage over the sides behind them. They have 24 points with eight victories so far this campaign from their nine games played. Sitting second are FC Baller with 21 points, but they have played a couple more games, but they have 7 victories to their name from 11 played so far. Just a couple behind them are Eastway Athletic, who are well placed with just that one defeat so far this season, with 6 wins and a draw, seeing them accrue 19 points. And they remain 3 points clear of 4th place Bay T squad, who have 5 victories and a draw to their name so far this season. Sitting in fifth place in the top half of the table are El Valiente, also with five victories to their name, seeing them pick up 15 points in the first half of the season. Just below them in sixth place are United DN, who have picked up four wins uh, from seven so far, seeing them into a double point, uh, double, double figure points figure of 12 there, and Secret, who have three wins from nine, uh, three wins from eight games, seeing them accrue nine points. And then there's a bit of a gap down to the sides who sit in the bottom three with Repton Park, London Mavericks and Alliance Stars all sitting on three points uh, with varying goal differences in the bottom end of the table. We move into the Premier Division which has had some great great, uh, action as well in the last few weeks and it's led by Brook Athletic who have a seven point advantage at the top of the table there with seven wins and two draws from their nine games played. Uh, in 2nd place are Avental who have climbed up a few places in recent weeks, with 5 wins and a draw from 11, so they have played a few more games than the other sides around them. On 15 points, a, a point further back, are Flyhouse Athletic, who have 5 wins to their name uh, from their 7 games, with games in hand, could still push the, the sides at the top of the table. In 4th place are Roos, with 4 wins and 3 draws to their name, seeing them onto 15 points from 10 games. Are also on 15 points and with a game in hand are Barkin riverside who sit fifth with five wins from their opening nine games below them are belfry with two more games in hand on the sides above and just the one defeat but three draws sees them on to just 12 points so far with three wins and three draws down in seventh place are uh, east stars with 12 points also that that's come from three wins and three draws And below them, the two sides sitting in the relegation zone presently are 8th place Barking and Dagenham Wanderers with 9 points from their 11 with 2 victories and 3 draws. And bottom of the table are Culture Club with just that 1 point to their name uh, from their opening 9 games of the season. Into Division 1 we move and at the top of the table we have a real epic battle for the title here with Fade and Green presently leading the way on 28 points from uh, 10 games. But 2nd place Oceana are just 3 points behind and with a game in hand and those 2 teams still have to meet each other in the league. They have 8 wins and a draw seeing them on to 25 points. Now there's a bit of a gap between those leading 2 and the rest and FC Galaxy sit uh, in 3rd place presently with 17 points from 12 games which has come from 5 wins and 2 draws. Below them are Abridge Village who have 4 games in hand on Galaxy and you would imagine would make up the points difference there. as as the weeks go on, they have 13 points, which has come from four wins and a draw. AC Milano also have uh, games in hand, five in fact on Galaxy and one on Abridge above them, they also have 13 points, four wins and a draw from their opening seven. Now below them are uh, sixth place Chingfield Athletic, who from eight games played have 12 points, they sit a point back from the sides in the top half. Below them are by a couple of points are Emerson Park who have had three wins and a draw to their name seeing them on to ten points for the season so far. And down into eighth place we have we find Barkin, who are four points adrift of Emerson above them uh, but they do have a game in hand. Uh, they have two wins to their name so far this season. And the sides who are sitting presently in the bottom two are Snaresbrook with just four points disappointingly from their first nine games played. That sees them with one victory and one draw. And down in 10th place are FC Mexico A, who did lead, in fact, one of the top, top of the table sides in recent weeks. But they have, they did lose that game and have just one victory to their name so far, seeing them on three points. All to play for, however, of course, in the second half of the season. Into Division 2, and wow, this is also another real battle. And at the top of the table at Christmas, we find Ronio Colts, who have 23 points from their first 12 so far this campaign, from seven victories and two draws. And they're being chased down very hard by St Augustine's, who have 22 points from 10 games played, so a couple of games in hand now, with seven victories and a draw, probably seeing them as the present favourites to win this this division. In third place are Eastbrook United, who sit third with 19 points from 12 games, but they have dropped the pace recently, and uh, they have just five wins, in fact, four draws. So a few points dropped there. Um, for the side who were top of the table for much of the first half of the season. Down in fourth place, we find Royal Lions A, who have 18 points from nine games, uh, which sees them having three games in hand on the side above them, so they could easily move into the top two with those games to be played. And down in fifth place, also in the top half of the table, we find Thames Ironworks Community, with 18 points also, uh, with five wins and three draws, although that has come from a couple of games more than the sides around them. In 6th place we find Asianos who have 14 points from 9 games played with 4 wins and 2 draws there. 2 games in hand could see them move up as far as 3rd in the table so it would be interesting to see how they progress. Down in 7th place and it's been a good, good last few weeks for East London Harriers who have climbed away from the danger below them and they have 4 wins and 2 draws seeing them accrue also 14 points but from 12 games. Below them are total football with 13 points from 11 games played so far this season. Three wins and four draws, seeing them a solid solid first half of the season, if not spectacular. Down in ninth place we find Friendford FC with 10 points from their first 11 played so far with two wins and four draws. A lot of draws in this division you'll notice. Um, they sit comfortably outside of the sides in relegation danger below. And those two sides are, we begin with FC Mexico B, with just four points from their opening eight so far this campaign. A win and a draw there uh, sees them six points adrift from safety, but they do have three games in hand, so anything is possible. And also on four points is Corona Redbridge, who, in fact ground share of FC Mexico. Uh, They have just one win and a draw from their first nine so far this season. We move now into Division Three and... by golly, this one is a real tough battle and it's seen probably one of five or six teams lead the way in the first half of the season. Everybody able to beat each other, it seems. And the leaders at Christmas will be Hyam Hill, who have jumped up the table from about fourth in the t- table to lead it. They have eight wins and a draw from their first 11, seeing them pick up 25 points. Alpha have been the recent leaders. They have 24 points to their name in their first 10 games. We've seen them win eight of those. Uh, they were the leaders for the last two or three weeks. And in third place, Dagenham Town have been in some real sparkling form in front of goal. 77 goals from their 13 games played. But they did did, did suffer defeat at the weekend to the league leaders. They sit on 22 points, three points adrift and from a couple of games more. Now, Devden Sports Reserves are sitting in fourth place in the table with 22 points. Seven wins and a draw from their opening 11. So they are well in the mix themselves. As are Leighton Stone, who sit fifth with a game in hand on the sides above, uh, 21 points accrued from 10 games and 7 victories. Making up the top half are Munkums, who sit 3 points adrift of the top 5 there, with 18 points from 12 played, 5 wins, and 3 draws, seeing them keeping in touch with the sides above and also having scored bucket loads of goals. Down in seventh place, we find Upshire Forest, uh, Sunday side. With 16 points from their 10 games means they do have a couple of games in hand and could make up some ground to re- to be a comfortable top half side. Then there's a bit of a gap down to Inside Success who sit in 8th place with 14 points uh, with 4 wins and 2 draws there. And also in 9th place Imperial Row with 10 points from their opening 10 with 3 wins and a draw to their name. Down in 10th place are Goresbrook who have unfortunately had to pull out of the league in recent weeks. They sit They sat on 3 points. As do two of the sides below them, uh, Windmill Warriors also have three points and Mayfield Kings, the bottom side of the table, three points. But they did pick up a win in recent weeks and they'll be happier with their efforts. We move into Division 4 now, which is about as close as it can get. Two teams sit top of the table on 25 points from 11 games. The first of those being United Amateurs, whose goal difference sets them apart for the moment, with eight wins and a draw, sixty-one goals scored in those eleven games, and they sit right at the top. But Ainsley are keeping track; they are also on the same goal, well, the same points and same games, but their goal difference has suffered just a little. Um, with eight wins and a draw, uh, they sit second, as uh, I say, by the virtue of a slightly inferior goal difference. But third place, Singh Sabah, probably are decided to hold all the aces here. Uh, they, with two games in hand, they're only one point adrift. Uh, So they could easily go top with one or two two wins out of those two games in hand. Well, they sit on 24 points presently. There's then a bit of a gap down to the sides from fourth downwards, with Chingford Athletic on 17 points from 11 games played with five victories and two draws to their name, seeing them in the top four. And they're just ahead of Ultimate Vision Reserves, who do have some games in hand to catch up on. They're on 14 points from eight games with four victories and two draws. And making up the top half are Blackwell Rovers with 13 points from their first 11 games of the season, seeing them pick up four victories amongst that. Then sides in the bottom half, we start with Ace Athletics who have accrued 12 points from 10 games played this season, seeing them win four games. And a point further back from them are Rayfield Park Rovers who have won three and drawn two of their first 10 games in uh, in the competition, seeing them pick up 11 points. And Interestingly, a positive goal difference too. Down in 9th place, we find Lonsdale, who have moved up off the bottom in recent weeks. They have two wins and two draws to their name, seeing them pick up eight points. And that's a point ahead of 10th place, Romford Athletic Dons, who have seven points from nine with two victories. Uh, Hillside and Titans sit bottom in the bottom two so far. Both of those teams on the same number of points, that's five, with one victory and two draws to their names respectively. Into Division 5 now, and the league leaders here are Colbrook Royals Vets, who have opened up a five-point gap at the top of the table, having only suffered one defeat this season, seeing them with 10 victories from their first 11 games. Sitting second are Belfry Reserves, with eight victories and a draw to their name, seeing them accrue 25 points so far this campaign, uh, and a very healthy goal difference too. Three points further back are Custom House Community, with seven wins and a draw, seeing them accrue 22 points from their opening 12, despite a, a poor start to the campaign. Perhaps the side with the with some of the aces up their sleeve, Valence United, with games to make up because of their County Cup run. They have seven victories to their name with 21 points from eight games, and they really could push the top sides at the, at the head of the table if they can win those games in hand. Eastern Avenue have had an interesting spell recently. They've won some big games but also lost some. Uh, They've dropped down from third in the table to fifth now with 21 points from from their first 11. I think they'll be pretty pleased with their efforts so far. Then there's a bit of a gap down to sixth place United Borough who do have a game in hand on Eastern Avenue uh, and have picked up 16 points from their first 10 with five victories. Uh, A pretty solid start for the Brentwood Bay side. We then look at Byron Red Star, sitting seventh in the standings with 15 points from 11. it have it with with them having also won five games so far this campaign, as have Dagenham Rangers. They've won five of their opening 12 and also sit on 15 points. We move then then down to ninth place, which sees Royal Lions B on 13 points so far this year with four wins and a draw. They sit just a couple of points away from the sides who in the mid 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 table part of the the standings. Then below them, three points adrift of Royal Lions are Athletic, Atletico City, and they've played the most games so far this season with 14 games played, three wins and a draw, seeing them accrue 10 points this campaign. And the two sides to sit in the relegation zone as we go into the festive break, we, we begin with Ultimate Vision A, who are 11th, with nine points accrued from their first 11, uh, first 12 fixtures of the season with just the three wins, but that's that is still... Five points clear of their clo- of their rivals below them, Young Royals, who have picked up just the four points so far, uh, seeing them pick up four from 13. In fact, the one victory they did have came against the second-place side in the table. So, an interesting first half of the season for Royals, and I'm sure they will look to improve. Into Division 6, which is head- headed by Mansfield Rangers, who lead the way by seven points at the top of the table, just the one defeat, to go along with nine wins and two draws with 29 points accrued from their 12 games and sitting behind them by uh, as i say by seven points are Valence united reserves who do have a game in hand so could cut that deficit they have seven wins and a draw uh, from their first 11 as they sit second going into christmas but probably the, the the aces up the sleeve are with colbert royals reserves who have three games in hand on on the the league leaders uh, and they have 21 points so that they could make up that deficit in those games in hand and go top were they to win those seven wins from their opening nine seeing them onto 21 points a bit of a gap then down to the side in fourth royal Lions c who have played more games and picked up 17 points four points adrift of the sides in the top three five victories and two draws though not to be sniffed at for the first season in adult football Woodford Green United are in 5th place. They've picked up 13 points with 4 wins and a draw, seeing them comfortably in mid-table so far. Down in 6th place we find Ping City Phoenixes, who have 11 points from 9 with 3 wins and 2 draws, seeing them sit on 11 points. And that's a point ahead of 3 teams who are locked from 7th down to 9th, the first of those being Epping Royals, with 10 points from 10 games, 2 wins and 4 draws. Um, they'd certainly like to have converted some of those into victories. But they sit comfortably on, on in 7th place and just one or two wins away from, from mid-table. With them are also Ivory United, also with 10 points from 10 games. Three victories and a draw there, seeing them sit level on points with their rivals. As are London Legacy, 10 points but from 13 games with three wins and a draw, seeing them sit in that, in part of that 10-point club. Four points adrift of those teams, the side at the bottom of the table as we go into Christmas, are Epping Forest Falcons, who have have picked up two wins, but seven defeats as well. Sees them sit bottom of the table with just the six points. And as we head into the festive break, we'll have a quick look at the scorer's charts to see how things are looking there. And the Golden Boot uh, race is led by Troy Jules of Alpha FC. He has 27 goals for his team in Division 3. From just 10 games, an excellent uh, goals-to-games ratio there of 2.7. And sitting in second place in the scorers' chart, we find Dimitras Alari from Avintal in the Premier Division, and he scored 21 goals this season from 10 games played. Again, another great goals-to-game ratio. And then a few a few um, guys share the third-place position on 19 goals. There's five, in fact. Billy Biggs, United Amateurs. George Burton, Leighton Stone Athletic. Charlie Harper, Debden Sports Reserves. Joseph McEnroe, Dagenham Town and Charlie Moore from Rayfield Park Rovers all sit on 19 goals in the first half of the season. So lots of goals coming in the second half, we, we might find. And in the clean, shots, uh, clean, clean sheets chart, we find one, one person leading the way, which is Tristan Hickman. He has six clean sheets for St Augustine's. That's some, some going for, uh, for the Division 2 side there. In second place we find Bradley Fields of El Valiente with four clean sheets to his name and that's that's tough going enough in the senior division. And then a small cluster of, of goalkeepers with three clean sheets. Ryan Bussey from uh, Roneo Colts, Scott Fish from Upshire Forest, Jordan Grace from Oceana, William Hunt from Ainsley and Idris Hussein from Eastern Avenue all sit on three clean sheets. We must also take a moment to um, give congratulations to the sides who remain in the county cup competitions in the new year and there's quite a few of those so we, we congratulate Avental, belfry abridge village Flyhouse athletic and culture club in the essex sunday premier cup which is an excellent uh, run for those sides in the essex sunday junior cup we still have fade and green chingford athletic and oceana uh, representing the league and in the essex sunday junior trophy we have Higham hill valence united Colbert Royals reserves from Division Six—that that is some going—and Upshire Forest representing the league, and of course in the uh, London Sunday Challenge Cup, two representatives remain in the quarter-final stage of that competition. Bay T squad who beat AFC Oakwood recently—they moved into the quarter-final stage, as have um, Hatch Lane, the league leaders, who dep- who saw the end of SE Dons's run in the competition at the weekend, and they remain in the competition. We also have our final representative in the FA Sunday Cup, which is T's squad, who are fighting on that front too in the National Cup, and they face Essie Dons in January. So well done to all those sides for remaining in those competitions into the new year. Always a a great effort. So that brings a close to our coverage of the Crimfin League for the calendar year of 2021, one which will um, go down in, in the memories for some of the right and wrong reasons, of course. And we hope that the 22 calendar year is one that's a little bit more memorable for positive reasons. So we wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, of course. And we look forward to bringing you more coverage of our league in the new year. Goodbye for now. Keep it simple. Get Down to Play today.
0: The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store
2: and Google Play. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast where we review the games played on Sunday the 19th of December. On a Sunday that was ravaged by Covid problems uh, and saw nine games postponed due to these sort of issues, we only had six remaining games played throughout the day. In Division 2, Hertfordshire Eagles inflicted on leaders Woodside a first league defeat of the season with an impressive 3-0 victory, which cuts Woodside's lead at the top of the table to five points with Eagles having a game in hand. After an even opening 20 minutes, Eagles took the league with a bizarre goal when goalkeeper Charlie Ford saw his long kick miss everyone and beat his opposite number. Woodside had more of the play, but 10 minutes before the break, Eagles doubled the lead when Glenn O'Malley slipped in Ed Rogers to score. The second half saw Woodside with more of the play, but they failed to find a way through the Eagles' defence, and... The result was put beyond doubt and beyond them 15 minutes from time when a whip cross from Charlie Kimpton was headed home by John T. Beer-Allen. Chelfont Saints moved into fourth place in the table with a 3-1 home victory over bottom-placed Abbot's Wanderers. Nilo Shea netted a brace supported by a goal from Tom Segrou. Will Bell scored the Abbots' consolation goal. St Mary's Harefield beat Dunning's bar 4-2. Karl Swan scored a double, with Charlie Travers and Charlie Mallin also on target. Flynn Duncan and Declan Mangan replied with the Dunning's goals. In Division 1, Cheshire United's remarkable season continues, after a third 1-0 win in ten league games played, this time over soccer to put them top of the table for the first time. It was also the sixth clean sheet they had kept during those ten games. The decisive goal came out after only 12 minutes, when soccer only partially cleared a corner and Adam Fowler volleyed home from close range. For much of the first half, Chess found themselves playing with just nine men due to two sin bins. but they easily coped with the disadvantage and indeed almost scored a second when Ben Bouger called a free kick narrowly over. In the second half, both sides missed chances and once again, Chess had to play with a numerical disadvantage when Josh Sean was given a second yellow card. But once again, it didn't prove to be a hindrance, and they should have rounded off the game with a second goal, when in the last minute they were awarded a penalty after Dan Anderson was fouled by the soccer keeper. But Alice Shaw could only smash the resulting spot kick against the crossbar. In Division Three. The game between the bottom and top of the table, Wishingwell and BBFC, it was BBFC, the leaders, who ran out comfortable five-one winners. James Barnett found the net four times, with their other goal coming from Matt Mitchell. Lorenzo Luso scored the Wishingwell reply. Southern Cross missed chances to cut the gap to. BBFC as they suffered a shock home 4-1 defeat to Brickett Wood Acorns. Alex Michael struck a break with Scott Orchard and Harrison Fisher also on target. Gary Wicks scored the cross consolation goal. The league will now take uh, a two week Christmas and New Year break um, and hopefully, all being well with the whole Covid situation, we will resume with games on the 9th of January. In the meantime, let's take a brief look at where we are with the tables and the clubs and their positions. In the Premier Division, we see Old Falerians sitting at the top of the Premier Division with 13 points from six games, with North Watford just behind them on 10 points but having paid two games less. Oakview are in third after six games with just the eight points. St Joseph's in fourth with seven points. SC Unicorn fifth with six. Everett Rovers a surprising sixth with four points, and at the bottom firmly rooted at Evergreen with just the two points from six games. In Division One. Um, as mentioned in the reports, we see Cheshire United sitting top of the table for Christmas with 20 points from 10 games. Abbas Langley Club a second with 17 points from 9 games. Bushy Rangers are third with 15 points but have only played 5 games. Caspary Rangers are fourth with 13 points from 7. Langley-Berry, no, after 9 games, are on 12 points. Bushy Eagles are on 11 points after 8 games. WDFC uh, also after 8 games are on 10 points. Soccer after 9 games are on 6 points. And uh, at the bottom we see Ricky after 11 games on 5 points. In Division 2 we have Woodside FC at the top after 9 games with 24 points. Hertfordshire Eagles, caught on their heels after eight games with 19 points. Watford Town, third, after nine games with 18 points. Chalfon Saints, after nine games with 16 points. Forza Watford, after eight games with 16 points. Watford Youth Sports, after nine games with 15 points. St Mary's Harefield, after eight games with 15 then Sparta Phoenix, after nine games with nine points, as our dome bar just below them. Dunning's bar, having played eleven, have nine points. West Hearts, having played ten, have six, and Abbott's Wanderers are firmly planted at the bottom, with after nine games four points. Finally, in Division Three, we have a very close run race. Um, at the top after nine games and twenty with twenty-five points are BBFC. Also having played nine games are Watford Youth Sports Old Boys on 19 points. Third King George after eight games with 18, as are Southern Cross with after eight games with 18. Mid table of Brickett Wood after eleven games with 15 points. Then Francis George after 12 games with 13 points. Batchworth after 8 games with 10 points. Then Rio Rovers after 10 games with 9 points. Inter having played 8 games a second from bottom with 7 points. And again firmly rooted at the bottom are Wishing Well Watford after 11 games with just the 3 points. So that's the standings as we go into Christmas. And like I say, hopefully we'll be back with you after the 9th of January with more results and more updates on the Cup games as well. Hope you all have a good Christmas and a very happy new year.
0: This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.